Now a fishing legend in his own mind, Rick Jordan. Yes, in my own mind. Oh, I'm going to practice my mind fishing <clears throat> starting tomorrow. We're driving up to uh, uh, Rainy Lake International Falls. Russ Francisco joins us on the Frenzy. Good morning, Russ. Good morning. How are you? Pretty good. What have you heard about Rainy Lake? Is anything biting up there? Yeah. Yeah, I talked to a couple of guides up there, and they're doing really well. So Really? Yeah, fishing's been decent, and so uh, they're, uh, they've been buying some extra rods and stuff like that that people are breaking, and, and uh, yeah, keeping the boats going. There's a couple of guides that uh, have Duluth connections, including Jim Knapp, who uh, works yep. up there. Yep, good guy. Oh, good guy. the best, the best. Yep, fun yeah. man to go with. He I is, he is, and the yep. boat he has is uh, remarkable. I think it's about 24 beautiful. feet. Yeah, it's beautiful. Have you been on it? it? very well. Nope, just seen it. Yeah. And uh, and sold them some stuff that goes on it and things like that. So, and you said it's rigged well, huh? It's rigged very well. I remember it was about three years ago when uh, we hooked up for the first time. Three or four years ago, and we drive. Uh, he picks me up at our dock, uh, cup of coffee, chat a little bit. He starts up the motor, and zing, we're off. Go through the brule. Nar- it's a long way. Brule narrows. About a half-hour boat ride, and we're zipping along at 40 miles an hour. Pulls back on the throttle, and he says, fish here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and they were there. They were good fish. They were uh, some 25-inchers. Well, those folks that do it every day can sort of follow them around, you know. So they, they have a little bit of edge. They're good at what they do, and they're able to, to keep on them as they go. So yep, a- we've had a good year, too. You know, we haven't had a lot of weeds. We haven't had dog mm-hmm. days. We haven't had really anything to hold us back we've just had decent water and and uh, a little bit of a drought now but not up there they've had some rain so they're yeah yeah they've had a lot of rain actually and in fact you talk about dog days we've had some hot days but even our uh, swampy lake up there secret lake has not erupted like it has in past years with weeds no yet no it hasn't happened it's just starting and we're just starting to sell some weed rakes and things like mm-hmm. that i don't know i'm not sure if it was the late spring i'm not sure if if the weeds took a hit because there was so much snow on top of the ice, I, I'm not smart enough to tell you, but I will tell you that it was a late run, and the water temperature is not warmed up either. Um, so water temperatures are still in the 70s, low 70s. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes you can find a lake where, where the surface temperature is pretty warm, but overall it's been pretty pretty cool water compared to what you would think. It's not cold, but yeah. you know, mid-70s going into August is actually a few degrees low. It should be yeah. in the high 70s, and then on those really sunny days we ought to be up to 80 and just isn't happening. Yeah, I agree with you. Could it have been the wind is uh, so constant it stirs up from the bottom up? I don't know. We were talking about it, and some of the guides and some of the folks that live on the lakes are talking about it, and we're wondering and just wondering if, if the lack of weeds uh, kept the sun from eating the water. You know, there's just not, not enough, it's just plain water. You'd think the dark water would absorb a lot of heat, but I wonder if those leaves just absorb a lot of rays and, and cause mm-hmm. the water temperature to come up. So I don't, I don't know. I just know it's colder than usual. Uh, it's affected the ski business and, and tube business. You know, it's mm-hmm. not quite as brisk as we'd like it to be. So the manufacturers are dumping, you know, really hard. And so and so we're doing the same thing, you know. But now the water's starting to warm up. So I think by mid-August here, I think we'll be into ski tubing and, and water skiing weather. About that, um, Island Lake, we, that's where we fish. It's five minutes from our door. Uh, we have seen a lot of, in previous years, the last three years, which were COVID years, they were. And that meant some people had a lot of time off. And the weather, other than last season, was a little cold. But other than that, the previous two years were very warm. Yeah. And, uh, and the water temperatures got really warm. So, so you know, the manufacturers, I mean, there's, there's 
containers of ski tubes and water skis sitting in China, just sitting there because there's no place to bring them right now. And so, uh, so that's why they're they're moving stuff through because they got eventually they got to take the stuff. So uh, I think when the water warms up, people will get out and do that kind of stuff again. But um, and and I'm sure some of it has to do with the fact that uh, we don't have uh, the COVID pandemic going on. But I think most of it is water temperature. Mm-hmm. When it warms up, people go swimming, they go tubing. Uh, we have not had any competition on lakes as fishing people from tubers. You know, it hasn't happened this year. <laughs> I've seen some comments on the uh, a post that's run by Island Lake people, and I don't know what people, who they are, but they were saying they're not appreciating the wake-making boats, and they are a different boat, aren't they? They are, and they uh, they actually have a wing that comes out the side, and what they do is they actually surf wake these these. Uh, these people that are more coordinated than I will, uh, <laughs> will get on these boards and they'll create this wake, um, and they actually surf on that wake right on the back corner of the boat. The problem is it makes a big wake and on small lakes, and yeah. uh, small lakes meaning smaller than Mille Lacs, right? Uh, it, it, it beats up some of the shoreline. It beats up the boats and it beats mm-hmm. up the docks. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they sure saw a lot of them out of the Twin Cities. Uh, uh, our booth in the Twin Cities boat show is right across from a couple of big uh, wake, uh, wake boat companies, and... Uh, I mean, unbelievable how many of those boats they sell in a weekend. So it's it's pretty popular right now, at least down that neighborhood. Possibly the DNR uh, is considering wakeboard lakes or no wakeboard lakes. They are, and I don't, I don't know if that's good or not. You know, once you start restricting things, exactly. what's the next thing you restrict? But yeah. but uh, I know there's a lot of people that just don't want jet skis. They don't want wakeboards, and pretty soon there'll be no tubing and things like that. So you got to be careful with it. Uh, Minnesota Fish does a lot of work for fishing mm-hmm. and habitat stuff, and mm-hmm. group group of people, and, they, and they're trying to figure it out too. Is, you know, what's fair and how should it be done? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just a, a, another thought. <clears throat> if you've got four feet, five feet of water, and uh, a boat grinds through there at a certain speed, purposely making a wake. That that might be bad for that little bit environment. Well, it's bad for the bottom. It's bad for yeah. people on shore. I mean, yeah. eat your boat up, you know. Uh, and so, it, you know, we have to be logical about it. And and uh, I don't know if you have to move offshore with them. I'm not sure what the answer to it is. I'm, um, I'm sure we'll figure it out over the next year or so. I'm thinking of putting in a couple of, here's a technical term, I think it's correct, ammeters. To check, to give voltage, you got two sets of batteries. One's a starting battery, and then a couple up there to run the trolling motor. And I'm always curious how much juice is left in that set of batteries and that starting battery. Is it possible that we could hook up a little meter somewhere on the boat so we could read that? Well, there's several kinds. Um, there's a, there's an ammeter, like you say, the old traditional needle, and then there's there's a. Uh, um, a gauge you can buy, and it tells you exactly how many volts are left in that battery. Not unlike the one that's on your depth sounder. Digital. You much juice. Yep, digital. I like Works it. very good. The new lithium batteries have a, a little uh, uh, Bluetooth device in them, and uh, they will transmit to your cell phone. You can tell the conditions of your batteries all the time, and that's something that's <laughs> up and coming. You'll see that out of Norsk and a couple other companies. Uh, you'll see that introduced really heavily at the spring shows because they've perfected it now, and we're starting to sell that stuff. Cost? Again, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, is there a cost on that? Oh yeah, I mean these lithium batteries are seven hundred to a thousand dollars. I mean, so they're expensive, but they have a ten-year warranty on them. Uh, and some of the new ones will be good. We'll start explaining stuff as soon as we're going to get a, a lesson here in a couple of weeks from Norsk. And uh, I got a guy in Florida coming up, and uh, these batteries will be something we can probably service in the field. 
because uh, the problem with shipping lithium batteries when they're bad is is it's just tough to do. You know, you have to put them on a semi. Yeah, so uh, they're figuring out ways that we can service them in the field and keep people going. So I'll keep you posted as we learn more. But this sort of I wouldn't call it new technology, but it's new to us and uh, and so uh, in the marine industry. And so we'll know a lot whole lot by February. But we're starting to see that stuff, and they're starting to train us now. So I'll keep you posted. And what are fish biting on now, Lake Superior and, and inland? Do you think? Well, it's definitely spoons, and I know that the charter guys always talk. They wish the fish would go deep so they could fish meat down the bottom because they're easier to pick on. But right now we're still trolling 50 feet and up, depending on what part of the lake you're on. Uh, fishing's actually okay. I mean, you know, if people compare it to this spring, and the spring was so outstanding. I mean, we just haven't had fishing like that with all the coves and chinooks and everything. But they're still catching lots of fish. And we've had a couple of pictures come through, 27-pound chinooks. We haven't seen those on Lake Superior in, a lot, in many, many years. Lots of uh, 12-pounders. Uh, we get pictures all the time from people. Crappie fishing in the lake is good, big mm-hmm. fish. Uh, walleye fishing is good. Still, minnows seems to be the choice. However, i got to mm-hmm. tell you, split-tail plastics, we can't keep them in the shelf. They're, they're uh, calling from Canada. We're, we're mailing them up to Canada yeah. for some reason. Uh, Laxul last week, the, the guys called, and I had, sent, I had to send a box up there. Uh, these Zoom split-tail plastics, and the tails aren't very long, but they're out-producing minnows, and I can't tell you why, but uh, huh. we're selling a lot of them. Color? White. White? No doubt about it. Whites and silvers, bright colors. Uh, I would have thought black, but it, yeah. uh, they were calling for white last week. We shipped everything we had and more coming in today, so we'll keep them going. Laxul, that's your lake, isn't it? Well, I used to go there a lot with Butch Fruit. My brother is just coming home. He's been up there for a week, so yeah. uh, you know I might get up there eventually. We'll just see when we get time. Right now, we're just lacking people. We're we're still hiring people, trying to keep the store full of employees. So it's just that time in life, you know. So we'll get her done. Uh, some good deals then at Marine General. Okay, all the skis, tubes, um, all that stuff is 20% and more off. Fred's got some, a uh, couple of things that are even half price. We've got uh, life jackets at 20% off, uh, up to 30 depending on what you need. Uh, and uh, we've got um, kayaks. Uh, Fred's got them at 20% off, some of them even more. Uh, if you want a fancy uh, uh, canoe for Lake Boundary Waters, you can get those Novacrafts right now. They're 30% off, so save a 1000 bucks on a fancy boat. So, uh, so just stuff like that and lots of manuf- lots of rods and reels floating around the country. So uh, we've got sales throughout the store, including electronics, lots of deals. He's the General Russ Francisco Marine General Supply. Thank you, sir. Appreciate Thanks, it. Bye. Uh, 9.25 is our time. Beautiful day. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in the... Uh, Talk guns in a second. Silence is golden. You're <laughs> saying this on the radio. Shh, be quiet. <laughs> oh, don't it deep inside. Notice how we talked up to the vocal. Back on the frenzy. Uh, a little bit ago, I was talking with Dave and uh, Neil about my dog who uh, became gun-shy in an instant, uh, still hasn't recovered uh, 12 years later. Pat, Pat Kugel joins us from Superior Shooter Supply. This is a time of year you want to start training that dog. Well, it's usually something, you know, um, obviously that has to be done immediately, and there's all kinds of different ways, and some of them are old wives' tales and yeah. <laughs> That don't work, but you know it's it's. Uh, we've never had that ourselves. Uh-huh. That uh, and it's I shouldn't say gunshots any loud noise. Yeah, exactly. A loud yeah. truck in the yard is scary. Yeah. This dog, but you know, she's still a nice friend. Well, 
that is usually what it what it uh, boils down to. But you know, you should associate the loud noises with something positive. Oh. You know, they shouldn't just something positive. If you're out, you know, maybe don't take them right out on the range, but leave them and go in the car with them, and then you know do what you need to do with treats and things. Repetitive exposure helps to, um, you know, and most of when you think about it, most of the hunting that you do is quiet. Yep. It's just that the loud part is the gunfire. Well, that's the big payoff. That should be the happy part. It should be the happy part. And if you take them out, for instance, and get them excited about being out there without any noise and then kind of um, get them used to it a little bit more, some people start clapping, you know, when they're out in the woods and then progress to the louder noise uh, that way. You know, there's, there's, I think the key is to slowly introduce them instead of, and then that reinforces the positive too. You're out in the woods. The dog loves to be out in the woods wherever yep. they are and then slowly introduce them to loud noises. But it's, it is kind of heartbreaking. And some of them, you know, my dog was afraid of uh, thunder, and most dogs are. Mm-hmm. But if you were shooting, she'd crawl up in your lap and want to pull the trigger <laughs> because she loved being out in the woods, you know, loved retrieving. So um, I think all dogs are afraid of thunder, actually. But then I yeah. think it's definitely with air pressure. I don't like it either. <laughs> oh, was this a grouse dog or a pheasant dog? A pheasant dog. Yeah. Oh, that's you got to have a dog. A national champ. Yeah, she's gone now, but yeah, yeah she was a she was a special kind of crazy dog and did her job really well. What kind was it? It's a Springer Spaniel. <gasps> oh, lovely, yeah. lovely. Yeah. yeah. Well, you've got a lot of uh, uh, things over there at Spirit Shooter Supply. Well, I tell you what, we I got to mention here is August fourteenth at ten o'clock. In the state of Wisconsin, yeah. and that is is a mon- is that would be a Monday. It's not next week, but the two weeks. The application for dole permits come out, you know, for Wisconsin, and you can do it online at home, or you can come here and get it. I just that's something that they've raised the limits a little bit, so that's just kind of a gentle reminder. And we are getting quite a bit of ammunition in for upland hunting and steel. You know, pretty soon goose season is going to be here before you know it, and we're getting that in almost every. Day and uh, rebate wise, Winchester is offering a fifty dollar rebate back on their Winchester SXP shotgun, so that makes them almost free. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a lot of good, uh, a lot of good deals to take to look. And we got a ton. We got even more used guns, and now people seem to really enjoy that. We've got a table set up with a lot of consignment guns and used guns. So mm-hmm. come on. Come on over. Well, I was thinking of coming on over with a trunk full of uh, guns that I don't use anymore. Well, perfect. We'll be here waiting for you. Okay. What are your hours? Mm-hmm. We're open 9 to 6, Monday through Friday, 9 to 5 on Saturday. And uh, we are closed on Sunday. And we're on the corner of Ogden and Winter. And we sell, buy, and consign firearms. And we are here to help. And you, it's a fun place just to walk around. It is. All right. Thank you very much. That was quick, but efficient. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. 9.31 already. And uh, I got an interesting little note here since we got a few minutes here. Uh, hunting regulations. Do, 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 do. Minnesota hunting. Yeah, I suppose the grouse season starts in about a month and a half uh, around Minnesota. 
But if you want to find out the full scoop, or the poop, as my dad used to say, what's the poop on that? Uh, it's not good to say, though, is it, Dave? Oh, there are worse things to say, I guess. Let's do it. No, okay. better not. Uh, you can go online, Minnesota DNR, uh, common tap in there. Now they are available, and you can find out all the rules and regulations for uh, the DNR in Minnesota, probably in Wisconsin, too, and deer hunting regulations for hunting licenses are now available in Minnesota. Uh, might as well get that out of the way. That that went on sale to, to, to do yesterday or the day before. So get that under your belt. Move along to more hunting. Uh, should we take a break? Let's do. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. Okay. Back to the future. Uh, yeah, from Back to the Future, the power of love, Huey Lewis, and the news. As far as mm-hmm. I heard one announcer say, Huey Lewis and the Lewis. <laughs> I suppose you could say that. Uh, kids. Kids, yeah. Yeah. Good show. All the, all those movies were good. Lots of fun. My favorite, though, is number one and number three. <laughs> okay. Forget number two, huh? Yes. All right. Yeah. That's a little hokey. <laughs> uh, we're back on the frenzy with John Charlstrom, Charlstrom's bait tackle, shooting range for archery. Good morning, John. Good morning. Well, how's business been? Has You've seen a lot of fishermen up your way? Uh, in the heat the last couple of days, it's been pretty quiet in the bait shop. Yeah. Still a few people getting out, and even a couple of people still doing pretty good. My my uncle and his friend Marv, uh, they went out the other day. I think they were on Boulder, and they went out with a bucket of night crawlers. Oh, yeah. And they come back with um, just the most beautiful stringer of about 17-inch walleyes you could you could have. It. Really? Wow. Nice, nice. I mean, real nice, nice-sized fish, and, and the... Uh, they, they they got close to their limit and they started throwing fish back and they had to. Yep. I think they had they kept five apiece and it was real real nice fish. Yeah, you know, you'd think that some of those would spill down the Otter River and get into Island Lake. Right there, there's that one mile or so stretch of the river. Yeah. There. I've never yeah. never done well there. I've run into rocks like crazy. <laughs> well, that's why they call it Boulder. <laughs> no kidding. I've told you how I fished that lake. Yeah, with your brother-in-law's boat. Exactly, exactly, and his two props. Um, yeah, uh, what's you said? Uh, night crawlers is that holding through on other inland lakes? Crawlers? Believe so. We're selling a ton of crawlers now, and probably has something to do with the leeches finally going away. Mm-hmm. But uh, when when people when all we have in the cooler is crawlers. And the water being this warm, a lot of people don't want to bother with minerals when that surface water is yep. 70 degrees, so they, they go right to the crawlers, and crawlers are working. Uh, we bought some minnows what, two weeks ago. Well, I lost a couple, but, uh, boy, they were huge, and I thought, big minnows, big fish. <laughs> big minnows, big fish. Oh, uh, man, didn't happen. Uh, no, not always. I mean... Big minnows work really good when uh, when the fish have a big appetite, and 
sometimes, you know, in walleyes, they just kind of slurp on it, and, and yeah, that's that's when the when the smaller leeches or the night crawlers are kind of king. Well, get ready. Uh, number one sun is headed up from the Twin Cities. We're driving up to Rainy Lake uh, tomorrow. So he's going to, I bet he's going to stop at your store in a couple hours. And All I, right. I know he's looking for those uh, those uh, cheaper priced spinner baits. Yeah, yeah. But the, the, the green package age yep. is, uh, yeah, we've, we see people walk up to the, counter with handfuls of them every day. Mm, price is right. Yeah, yeah, four for five dollars. Best deal going on spinners, that's for sure. And they work. What colors do you think would be the the best to use for wallies? Um up rainy? Yeah. I would probably I would, would probably have some uh, orange and red out there and I I'm kind of a creature of habit. I always throw out a, if I got a brass one in my box, that's the first one that goes out. And if I start catching fish on it, that's the one I'll stick with. But uh, if if I'm if I'm not fishing brass or copper, then it's going to be the oranges and the reds. Yeah. Well, I, I'm going to pass a little tip along for big lakes. Now we've got our small lakes around here. Pike Lake, yeah. e- even Island Lake, is relatively small, yeah. but. Um, when you compare it with Malax and, and Rainy and Red, uh, stop and talk at that bait shop. Stop at Charlstrom's uh, or the ones up the way and say, what's what's a good way to fish this lake today? Right? Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, you, you're always kind of hearing stuff from the from the other groups that are going out and you're, you're seeing what they're buying and you kind of, kind of get a feel for what the what's going on out there yeah yeah and any tip you can get her it'll help you through the first couple of days and then after that you find your own pattern yeah 25 oh, feet yep yeah yeah definite i don't i know even like when i go salmon fishing out on lake michigan mm-hmm. usually go out there for like a like a, a three-day shot and the first day almost always is a real struggle Usually we start finding something going on by the second day, and the third day you got them figured out, and you're putting a lot of fish in the boat, and then it's time to go home. It's time to go. I'm catching a lot of Island Lake walleyes, and they are four, five, seven inches long. <laughs> well, hey, it's, good. it's nice to know we have a future. Well, there's, I think there's a some, lot of future walleyes in that lake. Some of those fish they tell you to take home. Yeah. No, I know that they're doing that. Uh, Keep ten thing on. I don't like to, yeah. to 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 get some of those little uh, eleven inch, twelve inch piranhas on in there. <laughs> I, I well, just gotta, I can't do it. I can't take them home. It's, yeah, it's it's hard to hard to knock flies off of babies like that. I was going to ask you about crossbows. Uh, we've talked about all kinds of uh, fishing, but do you do crossbows there at uh, Charlstrom's? Uh, yes, and this year. With the Minnesota's new crossbow rule change, where yeah. they are now legal across the boards, um, we had already, with our Matthews products, have had the the sub one crossbows for the last few years, and those have been doing good for us. But uh, this year, we added the Raven line because uh, we realized that we were missing out on a few sales. 
And it's kind of nice having a company that's right over the bridge. And it's like, mm-hmm. it, it feels good to have um, our most local company uh, represented in our store now, too. So yeah, that's, that's... You can come check out them Ravens and uh, Matthew's uh, Sub Ones. Good. like to see how that works. I've never shot a crossbow. Johnny, what are your hours? Um, Bait Shop opens up every morning at 6, closes at 8, 7 on Sundays. And the archery range opens up every morning at 9, closes at uh, 7 on Sundays. Beautiful. Keep a tight line, shoot straight, and we'll see you next Friday. I think I'll be live from Rainy Lake next Friday, I think. Okay. All right. And then come try a crossbow. Okay, deal. All right. Take a break. We'll be right back. My grandson Jack and a buddy of his decided they wanted to go out and scout some fishing areas that they had not been on before. These are big, weedy flats. They start weedy on the shoreline, and they extend out into about 20 feet of water. And they wanted to see on the sonar and visually if these might have some potential to go in and flip jigs and do some topwater fishing, some early morning stuff, in a few days. So they got out there and they decided they were going to troll some of the deeper vegetation. So they put on some diving lures and trolled, but they trolled quickly because they wanted to cover some ground. They were going about three and a half to four miles an hour. Boom, they caught a muskie. They decided to move in a little shallower and those lures would have picked up some vegetation, so they switched over to a very shallow running lure. Boom, they picked up another one. And then when they decided to get through the very shallow vegetation, they put on some topwater lures and trolled through the heavy stuff. Boom, they got another one. And I can tell you now, they are going back to that spot. This is from the pages of the Outdoor News. my way back to Dave Miller at Northwest Outlet Superior. Top of the morning, Dave. Oh, good morning. Good morning, Rick, Dave, and everybody out there. And uh, gosh, I hope it's a little bit cooler today than it was yesterday. Well, um, should have been my house. We were 15 degrees cooler up there, up in Ganeson Town, uh, than uh, I guess the official airport temp. 15 degrees. You know, I, I noticed it wasn't quite that big a difference, but we went out to Iron River after work, and, uh, well, I suppose between the sun getting a little bit lower, but mm. as we left town, the temperature was dropping, but, my gosh, that wind was blowing in Superior, and it was a hot wind. You know, it, it had no cooling effect whatsoever. Wasn't there a song, Slow Hot Wind? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Strandberg knows. I, I don't recall that one. Rick. He'll probably pull it off here in just a second. <laughs> that might be like the moon, the water, and Mrs. O'Reilly's daughter. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't want that one. But yeah, uh, there you go. But yeah, it was. I mean, you couldn't. I. It just like the the, the heat, and I'm not good with, with the heat, but it just was was hard to get away from and you know even wearing all of the right stuff yep. it was still getting you but being outside was still important i uh, when i go outside in this hot weather especially the sunny stuff i'm wearing a light uh oh what do you call it a light shirt yep not just yep. in color but i mean in texture too it just keeps that icky sun off the sunburn well that's yeah 
I mean, so much of, of today's life, and you and I have met at the dermatologist before, <laughs> yeah, is is keeping that sun off. And, and you know, there's there's these SPF-rated shirts and stuff, and, and most of them are also designed to wick and to, mm-hmm. to move that, that moisture away. And I, I, I do find that the old cotton T-shirt's getting thrown in the corner, and, and on goes one of those newfangled shirts because they do work. Yes, they and, do. And you know they, and you know it's like nowadays too. Being out outside, wherever the sun is shining, it seems like the deer flies are smacking you on the back of the head. Wow! And 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 I I think back to years ago, our our neighbor had a relative that was making these patches that you could stick on your hat, mm-hmm. and they sent me a couple of them. And I I've talked about them before here, but you you they're double like double sided tape, but they're really sticky on one side. Oh. And, and and so my wife was going out for a walk, and she'd always been complaining about the the deer fly. So I stuck one on the back of her hat, and she was like, "Oh, poof, poof," you know, and whatever. But man, she came back from that hat, and there was like thirty deer flies stuck on 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 the tape on the backside. And you know, it, like for me, I'll fluff up my hair if I don't have a hat on, and they yeah. get kind of stuck in the hair long enough to swat them. But you got hair. Uh, uh, just in certain spots, but there's a there's a hole in my haircut right now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so that hole. worked, huh? It worked, yeah. And and those little buggers this time of the year are nasty. So I, I, uh, we sell them at the store, and I, I, I've got a couple of them <laughs> ready mm, to go. Really? But, I might stop yeah. by there today. We're heading up to Rainy Lake tomorrow. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, and. and I heard you say that earlier, and you know the guy that was on the commercial before you, you know, he talked about the spot where they were catching the muskies, or they were, but yeah. he never tell you where that spot no, is. No, so he did not say. When you get to Rainy, hopefully you're going to find a spot. Um, we found the spots for walleyes, but uh, not muskies. Yeah, yeah, yep, and you know, before we run out of time here, i got to tell you, we got our our summer midsummer clearance sale going on folks whether it's columbia or north face all of the summer gear the the jackets the shirts the zip pants the shorts the zip off pants and then the hats and the the all the the sandals all this summer stuff we've got clearance priced here right now i know there's sales on tents there's some sales on camp stoves all kinds of different things and uh it, this is just the prime time to be getting outside and having fun and and we only got a month left here, yeah. so we, we got to do it. But whatever you're looking for, we got lots of great stuff at Northwest Outlet. I got the zip-off pants on right now, and Strandberg says, put that leg back on. <laughs> I only have one zipper on my pants, and I'm not missing <laughs> it. <laughs> I know that one. All right. Thanks, Dave Miller. I appreciate it. Yep. Thanks, everybody. Have a great weekend, and check for ticks. Home runs. Mm-hmm. Did I hear about a guy this year that hit one 600 feet? I don't know. Really? What? That's a long... Yeah, that's a big home run. That would leave most stadiums, I would think. Oh, that would leave a county. <laughs> that's huge. It wasn't a twin, I don't think. But oh, all right. Somebody out east. I hit one. I hit a home run in high school. Yeah? It's my only hit that I had. <laughs> Well, if you're going to hit one, you might as well get one hit. Make sure it's a good counter. Well, my dad said swing yeah. as hard as you can. Yeah, eventually the ball hit your bat. Did. Uh, mistake by the stupid pitcher. He put it right there. 
and I swung at it and uh, gave it all I had. And as I'm rounding first base, all I saw was the uh, coach, who was first base coach, looking out to right field (laughs) and uh, his mouth wide open like, whoa, he thought I was something. I wasn't. We proved it the rest of the season. (laughs) Uh, At least you got the one to talk about. One. One hit. Okay. But I had a good glove. Um, we can't reach um, our guy at, yeah. at Fisherman's Corner. Matt King. Matt King. You what? rascal. Give us a call. <laughs> Hopefully he's fishing. Oh, that could be, too. Maybe that, that was nice. it. Yeah. Or with a customer. That's a good thing, too. But I've got uh, the 2022. This is last year's survey by fishermen across the United States. Okay. So this does not include Canada. Uh, top fishing states. Now, this is not the most catch. This is the most anglers, men and women who bought licenses. Uh, the lowest, we have 48 states, don't we? 50. Well, I go down to 40. Oh, nuts. Well, anyway, number 40 is Vermont. Uh, North Dakota is number 39. I would have thought it was higher because they've got some pretty good water up that way. Uh, that's for fishing in that state. So, it, you know, if they're fishing over in Minnesota, they're buying a Minnesota license. Delaware's 38. Oregon, 37. Hawaii is only 36 in there, surrounded by water. <laughs> and they've got some rivers to fish, too. South Dakota, not surprisingly, mm-hmm. is down low, 35. And then blah, 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 blah. We get up to number 20. California is only 20. All right. We're getting into the sweet stuff now. Maryland, 19. We're going to jump up to, how about number 13, Maine. (laughs) Uh, 12 is Illinois. Blah, blah, blah. Michigan, 7. Wisconsin, 6. Number 6. Six most sold uh, licenses. Okay. That figures. A lot of lakes. In fact, Wisconsin claims to have more than Minnesota. Really? Well, it's not on our license plates. (laughs) We're all dairy, according to the license plates. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the deal in Wisconsin is uh, they measure their lakes a little smaller. Oh, I see. (laughs) That big puddle in the pothole in your street is a lake. Oh, it's not a mud puddle. It's a lake. gotcha. Okay, Texas. Five. Texas, really? Yeah, well, it's a big state. I guess so. A lot of rivers. Yeah. Number four, Minnesota. All right. Three, Montana. Two, Alaska. And the number one fishingest state in the, well, the U.S. Fort, of A. Yeah. yeah, U.S. of A. Number one. Take a guess. Did you say Florida? You did. Oh. You're right. That would be my guess. Well, they're surrounded by water, too, basically. Well, oh, they've got double water. they yeah. got the fresh stuff and then the salty <laughs> stuff out there. And the rest of it's swamp. I went, yeah. I went fishing in Florida one time when we were staying at uh, a very cheap, affordable resort. <laughs> you could just buy it for a, a day from Dave's bait shop, walk sure. out there. He'd, he'd sell you the bait. You could even rent a rod and reel if you yeah. didn't carry it with you on the plane. So you'd sit out there at the end of the dock, and there's no telling what you're going to catch. I suppose. There's a lot of different kind of fish out there. From sharks? Yeah. Uh, whales, even, I suppose, <laughs> close to land. But. So what did you catch? 
I don't know what it was, but oh. we caught a lot of them. They were okay. small, probably yeah. 12, 15 inches. Um, so did you ever go out in the boat deep sea fishing, as they say? Or? I have never done that yeah. on, on saltwater. Wow. I have around Lake Superior. Well, yeah. Different kind of different kind of fish, I would imagine, to catch. I'm try- I'm getting a deja vu. I think uh-huh. I was on a very large boat on Lake of the Woods, one governor's fishing opener. Okay. And uh, we were dragging lines all over the place and didn't catch a darn thing. And then uh, we went back to the cabin there after 3 in the afternoon, and <laughs> my son uh, stood on the dock and started catching walleyes. Whatever the river is, it drains into Lake of the Woods. Mm. All right there. And uh, that war road, and boy, did we he catch fish. But uh, as for me, best fishing I've ever had has probably been on uh, Rainy Lake about five years ago. Mm-hmm. Just could, I couldn't not catch a fish. Well, let me give you a tip here about if you're going fishing, as long as we can't get Matt King up at Fisherman's Corner. Yeah. You can stop in there and uh, not only uh, stock up on all your bait and tackle. I'm sure he's got some good deals going on. I'm sure he yeah. does. Because he's a wise fella, mm-hmm. and he's a pretty good angler himself, so he knows what we're after. But they've also got a great supply of shooting equipment from ammo from your pellet gun, which I did buy a little while ago, mm-hmm. all the way up to a 10-gauge shotgun. So bullets for hunting. we got bear season coming up pretty soon, too. All right. And get your bear bait out. I was walking around in the backwoods near our house up in Ganeson Town, and a guy was... Excuse me, putting up a a bear bait stand. Oh. And uh, what did he have but sugar and candies and stale bread? They will actually go for anything, won't they, pretty much? (laughs) If it's food, they'll eat it. That's right. It's like my kids. (laughs) (laughs) We'll take a check on weather here if you want. Let's do that. All right. Yeah, it's important. KDAL Weather Update. I'm meteorologist Tony Nardi with Northern News Now. For today, highs will be in the lower 70s due to a lake breeze. Skies will be partly cloudy and will be much less muggy than it was yesterday. For tomorrow, temperatures will be in the middle to upper 70s with partly cloudy skies transitioning to overcast skies overnight as a rain system moves on in. For Sunday, rain will last all day and will total between a half an inch and one and a half inches of rain. With Northern News Now, I'm Tony Nargy for 610 and FM 103.9 KDAL. Won't be as hot today as it was yesterday, and then we got rain at the end of the weekend. 70 this morning at the airport, 69 downtown Duluth at 68 at the uh, Bong Airport in Superior. At this point, we have an east wind at about 9 miles an hour. Uh, the chance of rain on Sunday, pretty good. About a 70% chance of rain on uh, Sunday with showers likely and even a chance for a thunderstorm or two. Well, maybe that'll scare away the geese. <laughs> I doubt that. The geese uh, are here to stay. <laughs> they love my beach. Yeah? Oh, boy. I throw rocks at them. The dog, I will, I will say, go get them. Yeah. And she says, nope, they bite. Well, that's a wrap. Uh, yes. Sorry we didn't get Matt King at Fisherman's Corner, but folks, stop in there and tell him, Matt, where were you when we needed you? Uh, see you next week. Uh, hopefully, we'll be up at Rainy Lake. Uh, All right. Calling in. News is next, and then the Bruce Husky Show on KDAL.